0: Your Story with Melinda Estabrooks, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Listen for new episodes every Monday
1: and subscribe to the podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. Our stories have the power to connect us, to inspire us, and give us courage. On Your Story with Melinda, your story matters.
0: Well, welcome back to another show on Your Story with Melinda, and I am so excited about this show because I have my good, beautiful friend, Brooke Nichols, here with me. If you don't know Brooke, I don't know why you don't know her yet, but after this show, you're going to love her and want to play her music all day long. Let me tell you a little bit about Brooke. Brooke is a Canadian worship leader, a songwriter, and a storyteller, and her goal has always been to help people experience freedom through worship her heart longs to usher people into transformative encounters with the Spirit of God where chains are broken and lives are transformed and where the lost find their way back home and home is what we're going to be talking about today because she is actually at the end of the show going to sing with her gorgeous husband <laughs> her new single off her album coming out this fall found found in, in you. you called Home. So you just have to stay with us for the next 24 minutes to hear the song. But Brooke, welcome. I love that you're here. Thank you. I'm so
2: excited to be here.
0: Well, let's talk about you because, you know, for some people, a worship leader and a songwriter, you know, what does that mean? Everybody wants to do it, but not everybody is fantastic and great at it, but you are. (laughs) And I'm not biased because you are. You are a phenomenal storyteller through song. But let's hear more about you because for a lot of people it's like, who is Brooke? Some people do know you, some people don't and by the end of it I know thousands of you will. But tell me about you from the beginning as a little girl. Oh, did boy. you always want to be a musician, worship leader? Was there How did that come out? What was the genesis of the start of this?
2: I did. I've loved music from a really early age. I can remember um, my mom she would just hum these old hymns around the kitchen and I'd always sing these duets around the house with my dad. And he was just instilling this love for music mm-hmm. within me at an early age. And I can remember my mother, um, these hymns that she would sing, they always left such a mark on my heart because she was always pointing, with those, with her humming and her singing around the kitchen, blessed assurance, how great thou art, all the good mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Little, I was little and they were pointing me to Jesus always. And that's just something I can remember from a really early age. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in that environment. I grew up in the church, just singing and I joined worship teams. and.
0: Now, was Jesus always real to you? And I say that because, you know, as a young woman myself, growing up in a missionary family and hearing the music too, there was always a sort of battle for my heart about, is Jesus real? Do I follow him? Some days I would get him, some days I wouldn't. What was it like for you? Was it something pretty steady where you were like, I'm really into him, following him, or was there some a bit of a journey in that for you?
2: For me, the journey was always just following him and mm-hmm. choosing, choosing to believe that he was the savior of my life, and I just tried my hardest my whole entire life just to to walk with him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, that wasn't always easy, but I do know that I never doubted God in my life yeah. or His presence. So that's something that I can hold onto now in my 30s, mm-hmm. thinking back and um, like just my journey and. For I got to my twenties and I started to pursue pop music. Okay, and Mm -hmm. I just I loved music and I thought that was you know the right thing for me at the time, and it was the right thing for me at the time. Um, But there was a struggle. There was like a pull. I knew where God wanted me. I knew where He was leading me. Looking back now, it wasn't pop music.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it is that struggle. I get that. I think that there. I mean, we know, and it's been a journey for me that ministry. And worship is, is our lives, mm-hmm. is, is what we do and what we can do. But there are some of us who, you know, can be in the marketplace and be, you know, on Bay Street, Wall Street and do the work. And others are actually meant to be within church context, right. sharing Jesus very vocally. Right. And maybe that's what happened with you. I mean, because, Pop, you, you could have been out there and been a light in that world. Yeah. But what was it? Because I know there are people that are listening and, and watching that have that same tension. Mm-hmm. Like, do I go out there and am I... You know, in the world, and then being al- in a light in that way, or am I going to be in this place, actually being very open and vocal in a ministry church setting?
2: Well, I think people can do both, and yeah. um, I think it's you have to listen to where God's leading you because yeah. God isn't leading everybody into ministry, and He's not leading everybody to be out in the world either, yeah. like to do music in that way. And when I took that path to jump out into pop music and play in bars and different environments. Um, I loved Jesus. I know Jesus was with me. And I would have people come up to me and say, like, there's something on your voice. There's something different about Mm -hmm. your voice. And Mm I think that's the Holy Spirit in me. And I loved that. But in that season, that spoke to me. And I, I can remember in that season feeling like... God, you are with me, and this is right because I'm speaking to people that don't know you and gave me an opportunity to share Jesus with people that didn't know him. That's awesome, yeah. But I do think that in that season, oh, and I know now, that mm-hmm. wasn't all God had in store for me. Yeah, He wanted me to go elsewhere, so. Yeah.
0: Brooke, how do you really authentically live out this relationship with jesus like here you are in your 30s you know you're beautiful you sing on big stages i know that you're a worship leader at a big church outside of toronto Mm -hmm. called c4 Mm -hmm. but you know as girls watch you and look at you and they're watching listening now how how does the relationship with jesus remain and stay real because for some it's like i get it and and even for us even for me girls are like but you know it seems like you have it all together look at Mm -hmm. you you know all this but it's a struggle. You
2: yeah, know? and I think that, like, for me, I have to constantly check myself because yeah. I'm not better than anybody else. And, you know, I don't—God loves me the same as he loves, yeah. you know, you, the same as he loves the little girls watching me. And I have to remind myself that. I have these uh, little tags that I make that I sell at my shows, and they're—sorry, they're, they're necklaces, and I hand stamp them with the word free on them. Mm-hmm. And— I share the story at my shows with people in hopes that, you know, it does uh, bring them freedom in a sense. I think that as a girl specifically, there's so much pressure on us to look a certain way, to be thin, to buy this, to look like that. And it's just, it never stops. Mm -hmm. And as the years get, as the years go on and as I'm getting older, I see the limit being pushed and pushed and pushed Mm -hmm. to what's beautiful, what's sexy, what's trendy, what's, you know. And like, I can't imagine being a 12-, 13-, 14-, 15-year-old girl in this day and age. Like, that pressures so much. There's No wonder there's eating disorders yeah. and girls cutting and, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So we, we make these tags um, that say free, and I just share, like, like you are a child of God. We're not—we don't identify. We're not identified by what the world says mm-hmm. that we are. We're, we identify with what Christ says that we are. Yeah. And so— yeah, we just we share these little tags with people and, and we just that. encourage them to wear to wear the tag with freedom. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're walking through, wherever you're at in life, whatever you're struggling with. And John it says who the sun has set free is free indeed. Yeah. And so we just always say, like, wear this and wear it with freedom. Yeah. You know, wear it with authority in your life and that's kind of a neat thing for for us to do.
0: I love that. I think that message needs to be shared a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think, especially as women, it's something that you know it even encourages me, Brooke and reminds me as you're talking to be as a woman, I, I'm working all that stuff in me too, but even as an older woman, to younger girls to remind them and to encourage them both this freedom that they can find in yeah, Jesus. Yeah. is it hard, absolutely? Are there days yeah. where I'm like, ah, this is a struggle, yeah, and this body is a struggle and but I think when we take our minds and focus off us, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, Jesus, yeah. you're the one who's going to define me. Yeah. It's a struggle. And he's cool with it. It's not like he doesn't know. Yeah. It's not like I lay it out and he's like, oh, my gosh. I've this, That's too overwhelming. That's too much issue. He'd be like, yeah, come to me because I've got you. Yeah. And I'll redefine for you beauty. And redefine value because Mm -hmm. you're looking at value from this boy that just dumped you or from a marriage that broke down or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But just to remind girls, again, how important it is that off ourselves, within community and girlfriends, within, you know— the scriptures, because so much of your songs, too, are so much about in scripture Mm -hmm. and in the truth of God, right? And I think that's important to be reminded of the promises. You're
2: right. And so I shouldn't have just said young girls. It's 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 girls my age. It's girls, women my mother's age. You know, everybody. We all have the same struggle. And and men, too. I can remember a show we did. I have this song called All I Need to Know. And it's just about praising God in like the darkest, deepest... Mm times of our life when we just we don't feel like it we're hurt we're broken we don't have enough to give and the chorus sings I will praise you in the dark I will praise you when it's hard and I can mm. remember looking out and I saw this man at the front and tears were just streaming mm, down his and like yeah. moments like that make I had to look away like <laughs> I was gonna burst into tears myself yeah. but it just reminds me that like hey we're all walking through a journey yeah and it's not easy for everyone no
0: and I think, too, as a songwriter, as a storyteller, what you do, the gift you give to the world, to community, to churches, is so important. Mm. Because I think that sometimes, most of the time, there's not a lot of people who can speak and sing it out. It's there's For a lot of us, there's feelings in here that sometimes we pen to paper and we journal, some mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there's all these feelings inside that we don't know what they mean, what are they? And then all of a sudden someone like you comes on stage and sings and you're like, Yes, yeah. that's it. And then I cry, and the man cries, yes. and I cry, and I have my hands in the air, and I'm like, what is happening? And I believe yeah. Yeah. it's the spirit of God going Absolutely. She's saying, I haven't I have given her, you know, my spirit and inspiration to help speak out what is in here of you. That's what's so powerful. That's why I love great storytellers and worship leaders and singers, because they speak for us who can't do it, you know, on that stage, and it's powerful.
2: The same for me. Even though yeah. I'm, I can write a song and I can articulate how I'm feeling and what I want to say to God. Songs do that exact same thing for me. I yeah. can remember being in a service and uh, "Great are You, Lord, by all sons and daughters." When mm-hmm. I said, "You give life, Your love, You bring light to the darkness, yeah. uh, You restore every heart that was broken, that is broken," and I can just remember. I could just feel God, like the presence of God, just wrap himself around me in that moment. And I can remember just bawling my eyes out as I'm worshiping to this. And so, I mean... Yeah, that's what worship does. That's what the presence of God does. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think what's good is that it's not just contained in a church or in a big outdoor evangelistic service. Like worship, the words you speak are actually things that we're supposed to take away after that event and make them come alive in our own hearts and spirit and how we act and what we do and how we love others. Yeah, You know, and I think that's the thing too is my encouragement is, you know, I love worship experience in moments, but then it's like a reminder— that we move out of that and then that's to change our lives and transform communities and people around us yeah. right yeah so as you speak it we're supposed to take and go okay now how does that translate into our everyday life mm-hmm. and i think that's so so important talk to me about because i'm always fascinated because this show is called your story with melinda as you pen words to paper how does it come about just things you see experiences and all of a sudden you're like oh and then, you, and then you write it. How, how does that come? How does it come alive?
2: It's different for me. Um, okay. Every experience seems to be different for me, actually. I, mm. I usually write what's going on in my life or what I see is going on in somebody else's life. I love to write songs for the church. I think that the church, I think we all need songs of prayer and songs of healing and songs of deliverance. And, for example... Um, Writing home was a really cool experience for me because I tend to sit down and just kind of write um, about—I have a heart for, like, the broken. I have a heart for the lost. Uh, I have a heart for people finding freedom and who they are and freedom in Christ. And so home is not about that. Home—well, I mean, it it is, but home is is about heaven. And I can remember this tagline coming to me, like, heaven is home to me. Heaven is home to me. And I can remember sitting down at my piano and I was just kind of doodling on on the keys and I could hear Steve in the other room and writing is really vulnerable because here I am playing on the piano, anything could come out of my mouth, (laughs) like anything. So not like butter, eggs, milk, (laughs)
0: not like like that, (laughs) anything. (laughs) No, I get it, but anything could come, right? (laughs) No, I love that.
2: (laughs) And and like, it's such a vulnerable place to be. And Mm -hmm. so I remember Steve being in the other room and I was thinking like, am I nervous right now? Like. No, like this is my husband. Like I <laughs> he hears me right all the time, but I yeah. must have just been in, in like a mood where I yeah. just really wanted to cry out to God at that moment. And so I did. I started to I just started to sing words and I just started to to let it. I, things were just flowing out of my mouth, and that was really cool because that to me that was the Holy Spirit in that moment mm-hmm. just being like, "All right, Brooke, I'm going to give you song." And that was really cool. So then I turned to Revelation, and it says God brought me there. I had no idea what I was gonna write about. I had again the tagline, Heaven is home to me. And I was like, what is that? What is that? Can mm. you take me to Revelation? It says, And God shall wipe away every tear from their eye, and there shall be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for all the former former things are passed away. Mm. And I just started awesome. thinking about yeah. that, like no pain. No and I, you know, there's so much going on in the world, mm. with so much heartbreak, I can't even tap into it. I have no idea what actually you know yeah. people are struggling with in the world and I just thought like I can't wait for these people one day to be with Jesus and to not have to feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I don't know if you saw that picture that went viral yesterday on the internet of that sweet little boy in the ambulance. Little, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And like it made me yeah, think yeah. of the song Home. I just thought God, <sighs> you know. Yeah. And it's moments like that where I just think about heaven and I just think of what it's going to be like and I picture that little boy just being held by Jesus, you yeah. know, not having to experience the pain and the suffering that he is. And so that's where home kind of came from, the no more death, no more sorrow, no sin, no shame. You know, we can walk in freedom. And then it brought me to another passage in Revelation where holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. And as I started just saying that over and over, I started putting chords to it, and then I could hear Steve harmonizing for, with me from the other room. Oh, Steve! Steve. <laughs> and I was Steve. like, I was like, oh, I've got, yeah. I think I've got something here. Like, and I remember he walked in and he was like, babe, did you just write that?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "That's really good." And it was just affirmation yeah. for me, you know. I mean, cause writing can be, a, like I said, a really vulnerable thing, and yeah, it was just affirmation and. So then we took that song and we worked on it together for a couple weeks. We kind of fine-tuned it and we played it over and over. And finally, we, we got what we wanted out of it. And I just felt, I feel like that is the best song that I've ever written. Really? I feel like the Holy Spirit just literally um, literally guided me the whole way through that song. There was no formula. There was no intention. There was no, there was nothing other than just a heart crying out to God And what a perfect timing
0: in a time—I mean, I know that over the generations there's been a lot of heartache and pain, but it seems so timely to remind people about home. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, looking at the boy in the ambulance, looking at the Syrian refugees on the beach, Uh. looking at so much uncertainty, pain, war, terrorism, death— cancer, you name it. Yeah. And the world is so broken. And I feel like, Brooke, when the Spirit of God downloads that inspiration into you, and in your obedience you do it, it's like, thank you, mm. because we need to be reminded about that it will be better one day yeah. when we are with Jesus home. Yeah, there's a hope. Right? There is a hope. And hope. and there's something, you know, uh, with some past guests, you talked about that there's something in us where we're homesick. But sometimes some of us can't put our finger on it. It's because this is this is the world in which right now we are at, and we do our best to love others and love God with our whole heart. Yeah. Homesickness, I get for home. Mm-hmm. Because we know that there's something better. Yeah. There's something perfect yeah. where there won't be sorrow. Because right now in our own soul and heart, it's painful. <laughs> and it's hard. And yet there are glimmers of hope because there are good people that are doing great things. Yeah. And yet I think, again... What a great song and timely for us to be reminded, wow, to be with Jesus in that time where my friend Nadine's son, and this makes me emotional, who's autistic, will one day look at her and say, I love you, mama, because he Mm -hmm. never can talk and say that to her, Mm -hmm. right? And where people who have died trying to get over the waters for freedom will be with Jesus in home, in safety and not war. Like it just, it's a beautiful beautiful reminder. So thank you. And I think what I love Brooke is that when you hear or sense God doing that, you, you immediately play or do that. Like you don't kind of push it off with a lot of us and we're like, okay, that could be something good. I'll write that down later. But you kind of were like, got it and started like singing and writing it. Yeah. What is it like? Cause what a gift to have a husband that supports you and harmonizes with you when you're Mm. playing. How has that been as you've gotten married recently in the past how long has it been now? It's been just over one year. Over a year. How has that been for you the support of having a husband that can just play along with you? It's
2: been honestly like I always call Steve my gift. He Mm -hmm. was a gift to me from God. Like Mm -hmm. I can remember I can remember praying for a husband that would lead worship with me and a husband that would you know come alongside and support my life. But that was just always a dream. That wasn't anything that I ever thought would come to pass and you know, I got married when I was thirty. It's not like I I wasn't young when I got like really young when I got married. And I waited and I waited and God I honestly like I I believe God gave me Steve as you waited, you were faithful. Yeah. And here I want to give this to you. And it's been I'm emotional today. I know, it's me sorry. Too. Like, no, it's
0: okay. I am too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh maybe listeners, watchers, Kleenex. Okay, you need to get some tissue paper and Kleenex out. <laughs> It's just been,
2: yeah, it's just been a dream, to be honest with you. Like, you know, we do everything together. He he comes alongside me when we worship. We get to lead people into worship together. Um, I run all my songs past him. He's kind of like the, he's really good with words <laughs> when I'm sometimes not. And he'll just kind of say, hey, this maybe needs some tweaking and kind of throw it back at me. And then I'll throw it back at him. And we just have a really great, like, Yes, we have a great relationship, but we also have a great working relationship. and I, I don't know. It's just something I never thought would ever happen, and it, it does. And it just goes, it just goes to show me that like God is the God of f- fulfilling dreams. Yeah, He hears your heart, He loves you, and He wants to give you.
0: Yeah, and 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 in timing, where sometimes it's not necessarily our timing, right, right, but it can be because you're saying, well, you know, it was thirty, and there are people who are like, I'm still waiting, and it's like, you know what? God has so many as a path or you know a a dream fulfilled it might not look like what you think and it might be not your timing but you just have to remain faithful and patient
2: and that's it you know it never is in our timing no that's one thing I've learned in the last five years ten years of trying to do music and pursuing it and it's not until now you know ten years later I don't have to work at a restaurant two restaurants and nanny and try to sing all (laughs) these things to try to do something in, in my own strength it's like no you wait for me and I will give you all the desires of your heart and then some. And 10 years later, God has, you know, given me a beautiful husband. He's he's given me a platform to share my songs and lead people into worship. And that's mm-hmm. the best dream and the what best
0: a, What a, a gift. What a dream fulfilled. <laughs> I know. Brooke, tell me where we can pick up your album, know more about you. Because what? for all you listeners and, and watchers, we are going to actually, Steve is actually in studio right here. And you're going to get to meet him in a second. And they are going to play their song, Home, as we go out of the show. But why don't you tell us before you do play, a little bit more about how we can access, buy your album, know more about you.
2: Yeah. um, So we're going to put out our album in the fall. We're heading on a European tour in September for a couple weeks. We're going to go to Holland and Denmark. It's going to be really cool. So the album will be out for that. Gonna be called found in you home is on that and right now you can just jump on itunes and grab it okay. under my name under brooke nichols and your website too which is fun because you've got all kinds of little videos and yeah things yeah BrookeNichols.ca. yeah it's all pretty simple stuff you just jump on there and grab it and that's awesome yeah i'm excited to sing it for you and i can't
0: wait european tours all of you listening and watching in europe uh-huh. you need to make sure so you're going to be on a full tour there yeah we're going to be in copenhagen and okay. amsterdam copenhagen amsterdam All of you and any of you there, you got to go check out Brooke Nichols in concert. Okay, well, let's have you kind of set this up because, I mean, I'm just going to be so obvious. I'm going to get out of my chair and Steve is going to (laughs) come in here. We're going to try to do this very seamlessly. it. It might not happen. I might end up messing it up. But why don't you kind of set up a little bit about the song and maybe just, like, love on Steve as he comes to sit with you. And then we will... Take out the show with your song. If there's some more time, I may come back and hug you guys, but we'll do what we do. <laughs> All right? So cool. over to you, Brooke, and cool. I'm, I'm getting off.
2: Thanks, okay. Selena. I Go appreciate ahead. you having us here today. Yeah. Um, I know I've brought up my mother a lot and the inspiration she's given me, but the one thing I have learned and I've clung to is nothing on this earth phases her. She has such a hope for this eternal life in heaven and that has played such a huge role in her love for Jesus has just affected me in such a huge way. So, as we sing and play home for you today, all the listeners out there and watchers, I hope that this song brings you a hope for what's to come and I hope that it encourages you. And hi Steve. <laughs> all right. No
1: day No sorrow, no more pain All the former things of this life will pass away No sin, no darkness, no more shame Broken hearts be mended and lives be whole again Living in eternity Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty Seated high on the throne before me Worthy, worthy standing in your glory Heaven is home to me. Come blind, come cripple, come be made new. The gates of pearl are open, new life is awaiting you. Oh, come thief, come beggar, come confess. Your history is rewritten. Oh, in heaven find your rest, living in eternity. Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, seated high on the throne before me.
0: Wow. beautiful you guys thank, thank you. you so much for being on the show that was beautiful I was worshipping over in the corner oh. tearing beautiful good to see thank you, you. Yeah, I <laughs> could see you're you. next on the show yeah. <laughs> alright don't forget brokenichols.ca and don't forget in the fall found in you buy it if you're in Copenhagen <laughs> Amsterdam this fall go check out her tour and make sure that you also a download get your single yeah. home alright thanks we'll see you again next time Thanks for listening to Your Story with Melinda, an exclusive presentation of faithstrongtoday.com. Listen to past episodes by subscribing to our
2: podcast on iTunes and join the conversation with Faith Strong Today on Facebook.